Enjoy the convenience of seven days a week banking and extended hours with Cube from First Arkansas Bank and Trust. Member FDIC. Order, Bob Sexton. the Eat My Catfish Studios, it's time for Arkansas's number one caller-driven sports show. It's Drive Time Sports on the Buzz Radio Network with your hosts, Randy Rainwater and Rick Schaefer. Lock it in and get ready to dial us up. Drive Time Sports is on the air. Hour number two of Drive Time Sports on the Buzz Radio Network. Rick Schaefer on vacation. Should we turn back on Monday? Thanks to Bart Reed, who is setting in today. I'm Randy Rainwater from the capital city. Coming up next, Trey Biddy of Hogsports.com, being brought to you by Asher Record Service Company. But first, let's talk to my man, Neil Atkinson, by way of Saracen. Neil, I loved it. I loved it. I just wish I had been playing the flash bets, Ellie De La Cruz. On the scoreboard in Milwaukee, almost hit a home run in the first inning, but didn't. Yep. So, the first pitch that you had on the flash bets was plus, was it 1,800? Yeah, it was plus 1,800, and he went up there and got revenge on it. And, <laughs> uh, and it was funny because I do believe they kind of taunted him on the scoreboard. Yeah. That's how he Spotted. Yeah, now, you don't you don't mess with the best when when people can hit like that. So uh, yeah, that's a, that's a little poetic justice right there. Hey, there's two more that's hit today that were pretty good. Uh, you had Jose Ramirez hit a solo home run earlier today with Cleveland plus twelve hundred. Um, that was about three hours ago. And earlier in one of the earlier games, um, uh, uh, Julio uh, Rodriguez uh, did a plus twenty nine hundred smack a home run at an at-bat. So, I mean, that's his third home run in 24 hours. So, Julio is really, really, uh, Rodriguez with uh, with the Seattle is really on fire right now. You could have made a lot of money if you bet on him to homer on the, on the flash bet. All right, what I'm looking at right now, this is MLB trade deadline specials. Oh, you're mean to do this one. MLB trade deadline special. Where will where will Otani play after the twenty three deadline? Angels are the favorites minus two hundred. I scroll to the very bottom. There are three teams, four teams, five teams: the Chicago White Sox, Kansas City Royals, Oakland A's, Pittsburgh Pirates, Washington Nationals, all at plus twenty five thousand. Yeah, those are big lawn odds. I think they're pretty much dialed in on this one. <laughs> Although, I would love to see him go to the Seattle Mariners because if there's some recovery, you know, he'd wind up here in uh, Little Rock at some point. Yeah. Uh, so, uh, and, and not to mention, don't forget, we got the Naturals and um, the Travelers playing in, in Little Rock tonight. So, uh, we've got that up, too. Uh, starts at 635. Uh, Travelers at home favored minus 150 on the money line. So, uh, we've even got that for you today. And, of course, you know, FIFA Women's World Cup tonight. Netherlands is going to be a much, uh, much um, uh, more difficult, tougher match for yes. them uh, tonight. So we've still got that to go, and a bunch of specials around that. Of course, everybody's rooting for Team USA. So Neil and and okay, I'm sorry about that, Mark. You're okay. So Neil, you're you're a wealth of knowledge, and you have all this. It's any time's a great time to bet if you love the sports. What's your favorite time? of the year for betting if you're looking at college oh, or professional I'm, I'm looking at college football is my thing i mean i grew up with college football i listened to it to the radio uh you know and i'm, I'm, I'm from tennessee went to uh, tennessee i mean i knew john ward and listened to college uh, on the on the radio and uh, maybe at the country club there may have been a little bookie with parlay cards i don't know but uh <laughs> that's that's I love college football. It's my favorite, and and I just can't wait for it to start. 
Um, I like it better than the pros, but uh, but anyway, that that that's my favorite, and I can't wait to see how flash bets do on football. And uh, we're gearing up and getting ready for there that. There you go. Only at Bet Saracen, BetSaracen.com, or get the app. Thank you, Neil. We will talk Thanks, Neil. with you tomorrow. That is Neil Atkinson by way of Saracen. Now to Trey Betty, brought to you by Asher Record Service, 501 562 2293. Family owned and operated since 1980. Asher Wrecker, dependable towing and vehicle recovery service. Ask for Asher. Good afternoon, Trey. Sheridan Takeover. Sheridan Takeover. That's right. (laughs) Uh, Part two. Yep. (laughs) So I'm gathering, y'all know each other? Absolutely. All right. We've not known each other since... We have the Sheridan legend. Yep. 1996, 1997. Yep. Same high school. That's right. Man. That is... I didn't realize I was creating Homecoming Part 2 here today. Um. I read an article today, and I found it, it was called, on The Athletic, the SEC Mailbag. And it said, which assistants will be on the radar for head coaching jobs in 2024? And they've got them broken down into different tiers. And what I mean by that, Trey, they've got higher, mid-level, Power 5 job, mid-level, Power 5, or group of five, uh, lower level, power five, or group of five. And of all these categories, I did not see Dan Enos, his name, one time. You know, Dan Enos, in his introductory press conference, kind of indicated that he felt he was a better coordinator than coach. Really? Yeah, than, than head coach. Yeah. So uh, he did leave a head coaching job to come to Arkansas, if you remember. Yes, the first time around, so I, I mean, I, I'm sure somebody offers him three million dollars or something. That might be hard sure. for him to turn down. But uh, he did kind of indicate that he thinks he's kind of more cut out to be a coordinator. Well, Glenn Schumann of Georgia, he is the uh, co-defensive coordinator. He's in the higher mid-level Power Five jobs, mid-level Power Five or Group of Five. Brad White from Kentucky, he's a defensive coordinator. Blake Baker who is Missouri's defensive coordinator, and then Matt House, LSU's defensive coordinator. Then you get the low-level Power Five or Group of Five, Tim Banks, who is Tennessee's defensive coordinator, Tommy Reeves, which is Alabama's offensive coordinator. Boy, get this group. Bobby Petrino, Will Muschamp, Mike Bobo, Philip Montgomery, or Kevin Steele. All those are former head coaches, and uh, they've got them at lower power, lower level power five or group of five. Don't well, you must champs get another shot? Yeah. And with basketball, mm-hmm. the basketball is the same way as football. I think SEC football has been so dominant. Trey, would you not agree? Because coaching, where great coaches go, great players go. And I think that's why we've seen this rise in SEC basketball, certainly getting Aiden in the tournament last year. But I I think it's a lot of it's coaching because you've seen it all over the board. Every coach in the SEC can just flat coach. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, this this conference draws – you know, Nick Saban's not from this area. Brian Kelly's not from this area. It draws Coach Eric Musselman's not from this area. Yeah. Uh, the elite talent is in the southeast. It just is. It always has been. And uh, that's where, I mean, it's just kind of a snowball effect. It's where the talent is. Well, that's going to draw the coaches in and, you know, the fan support, the, the amount of money that, you know, the southeast is not, compared to the, a lot of the other parts of the country, it's not a rich area. Mm-hmm. But they contribute to the college football and college basketball programs, um, and that's that's just a snowball effect. All right, Trey, this is from our Asher Record Service Company live feed feedback. Larry says, Trey, watch the story about the Harding Academy recruit. I think he's a linebacker. The guy... Went from not even being a recruit to being offered by almost every Power 5 program in the country. What's his story, and does Arkansas have a chance? 
yeah, Arkansas has a chance. I think they're in good shape with him. I'm not ready to call it or anything because I don't really know Wyatt's story. He's not really – he's just not one of those guys that's interested in talking. Mm-hmm. I mean, you know, Danny's reached out to him, I think, a couple times and, you know, um, just kind of respectfully declined. And, you know, you got to appreciate when somebody does that. Traylon Burks was kind of the same way. He just didn't want to didn't really talk Wyatt maybe even more like that. <laughs> uh, but that's just kind of the approach he's taken. It's not like he just – you know, people said he wasn't good enough, and then suddenly he's a recruit. It's, people just didn't really know a lot about him. And then, you know, suddenly, you know, the tape starts getting out. and um, Well, tape, the, the huddle <laughs> starts mm-hmm. getting out. And, uh, you know, it opens a lot of people's eyes. And so, I mean, you, you don't. It, it doesn't take long to turn on, you know, go to huddle and, and watch his video to realize, you know, this guy's got a chance to be really big time. Um I think he has a chance. I think he has a chance to move up to being a four star. Uh, it's just that you got to come get a look at him, yeah, <laughs> you know, in person. You know, our guys aren't our guys aren't ones to just rank somebody a four star without seeing them, without getting verified, you know, track or forty numbers and stuff and stuff like that. Otherwise, I think he'd be that right now. But um, again, I don't know. But I honestly think he probably just doesn't really care. He just wants to go to college. I would assume. Well, it's interesting because once that huddle tape was out, Southern Cal, Clemson, Ohio State all flew in to Searcy, Arkansas to look at this young man up close. Mm -hmm. And it seems like, Trey, and and obviously you have far more expertise in this than uh, the rest of us do, but once you get that first big domino to fall... Does it not seem like all of a sudden, I mean, he just blew up. I I don't know if it was Southern Cal or if it was Ohio State or whoever it was, but whoever made that first official offer, then all of a sudden Clemson jumps in, Oklahoma jumps in, Arkansas jumps. I mean, it's, it's like a landslide all of a sudden. No, there's no question that coaches see that, and these coaches are also – they know each other a lot of times. Sure. You know, they they know if Sam Pittman makes a call on an offensive lineman getting an offer, then that means something, you know. Um, and and these coaches know that. So that's, I mean, that's one way it happens, absolutely. No question that there is, um, you know, kind of a, a follow-me type of deal when it comes to scholarship offers. I mean, it just you just pick up momentum like that. But I'm not sure who the, who the first was to offer. I could probably... I could probably look and find out, but uh, yeah, when it happened, it uh, they just they just flowed in. So Trey, we're seeing this explosion with basketball in the state of Arkansas. Just the number of Division One players, but Power Five Division One players. You played the game at a high level. You're seeing it right now. What is football experiencing the same thing in, for the state of Arkansas for the average high school football? What do you think? What's your opinion? Well, this is a good year. This is a good year inside the state, but you know, last year wasn't that great a year. Uh, I, I just think it's cyclical. I don't know what it is about basketball in this state, but uh, this state produces way above what it should. You know, in terms of per capita, I mean, it's it's got to be among the very elite states in the country yep. in terms of producing basketball talent. This is a really good year for football. Um, last year wasn't that good. Uh, you know, it just kind of it's just kind of cyclical for some reason in football. And you know, you look at Arkansas. There's three million people here there's three million people in mississippi mississippi way out produces or i mean it's not even close to how much more talent mississippi produces than the state of arkansas does uh so i think it's just one of those years you know just just happens to be one of those years 2019 was a really great year inside the state um and that's just kind of how it goes Uh, you know a lot of it uh, you know, you talk to some AAU coaches, they'll tell you that there's a lot of kids playing basketball or good basketball players, but if they played football, they'd be Division One, mm-hmm. you know, prospects. Um, so, you know, you know, like a, a six-three guard, you know, may, he's probably really good, you know, at you know wherever he's playing in high school in Arkansas or AAU, but you know, maybe a you know mid-major type talent, yeah. um, you know. So, but whereas you know he might be a an NFL wide receiver one day, but yeah, he's playing sure. he's playing basketball. Dre, yep. you had one right here in Central Arkansas last year, Nico Devier. Devier, yeah, uh, he was an excellent basketball player, but yep. he's also a heck of a defensive end, and uh, 
He went the football route, not the basketball route. He may not have had the op- same opportunities yep. in basketball, but nevertheless, he was a very, very good basketball player. Yeah, I mean, Nico be like a six four, six five post player kind of type. <laughs> I mean, he's also you know probably two fifty, two sixty or so in high school. So I would call um, him an enforcer last year. Yeah, <laughs> I mean he 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 played around the basket, and uh, you really didn't want to go inside against Nico. Uh, he wouldn't he would not back down. Mm-hmm. I've been wanting to ask this. I, I've heard you say it many times before, but I don't know that there's ever been a actual research. Get the data. Give the reasons why you were saying per capita with the same population basically between Arkansas and Mississippi. If Mississippi is outproducing Arkansas, we'll just say two to one. What are the factors? What are the reasons? Why why is not Arkansas trying to copy then the state of Mississippi? Uh is it just the fact that the talent is just better regardless yeah. of whatever the study talent, that you could the do? Talent's just yeah, the talent's just better. Okay. Just different demographics. Just that simple. But, Trey, yeah. do you think the, let's say, early intervention, when, when players start playing really young, which you're seeing that Louisiana, Mississippi, Georgia, where these they're playing tackle football so young, do you think that has anything to do with it? Because we're still seeing a lot of kids that are not playing tackle till junior high mm-hmm. in the state of Arkansas. Yeah, I mean, I don't want to say – too much or make anything about race or anything like that but there's just a different demographic in in mississippi versus arkansas and that plays part of the role well i've always wondered i mean when you you look at uh some of the texas players and they were saying the way that they are being developed you usually can still find the athlete who's still got upside left but in many of the so-called quality players in Texas, because of early development, they're already done by the time they reach yep. the senior high level. And you've got to mm-hmm. continue to have that growth uh, as you get to the collegiate level, because you're probably not going to be good enough as a senior in high school is what you're going to be, obviously, uh, what you could be in college. So yep. you, can, you can say in some cases, some have overdone it, on the other hand. Absolutely. That's what Lewis used to tell me, Lewis. When he was recruiting Texas, he'd say, listen, some of these kids are so coached up, they're at their ceiling right now. They're as good That's as they're Coach Campbell. Be. Coach Campbell. Lewis Campbell's my uncle and coached at Arkansas defensive backs for a long time. And so, it, you know, that was the standard in Texas. And, of course, everybody red shirts, so the kids are older anyway. And certainly you have to factor that in. All right, let's get Roe on. Roe, good afternoon. You have a question or comment for Trey. Yeah, actually, I'm, I'm calling in to help Trey out. Uh, and when I say it's, it's something that Trey wouldn't say, but it's the truth, and Go it is it. what it is. Uh, all of your your freak athletes, your best athletes, if you look where they come from, they come from Alabama, Mississippi, Florida, Virginia, Georgia, the Carolinas, and places like that. Am I correct? That's where most of them come from. Am I correct? Yep. There's okay. a pretty good running what? back out of uh, Philadelphia, Mississippi, by the name of Marcus Dupree. Exactly. Now. Let's take a history lesson. We know there were practices that went on back in the 1700s and 1800s that would yield a bigger uh, worker. I, I'm trying to say this without, you know, making a lot of people uncomfortable. Sure. Yeah, that's, that's exactly where I was going, so, but you go ahead. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, so I'm going so to just tell you, it's, it's slave port. That's where, your, that's where your freak athletes come from. Arkansas doesn't touch water like that. Never slave port. So you don't have those freak athletes like you have in Louisiana, Mississippi, Alabama, Georgia, Florida, the Carolinas, like I said earlier, Virginia. That's why all the play for the front work. That's why all your big, crazy, freakish athletes are, even to this day, because those roots still run deep in those areas. So you were you were asking that question, and I knew Trey being the good guy that he is, he's not going to go in-depth and tell you what it is, but that's what it is. And I just wanted to call in and say it. But Ro, the, thank you, my thank, friend. Thank you, Ro. The I interesting thing is, we have them in basketball, but not in football. And and well, so the numbers say, because we have the freak athletes in basketball. So the question is, why do we not have those in football? Hmm. Yeah, that's a that's a great that's a great question, Bart. Um, you know, part of it could be you know something to do with uh, you know just the 
you know, culture of how these kids are brought up, the sports they're brought up playing. And, you know, there's fewer basketball players that are required on a roster. Obviously, you know, sure. 13 in college versus, you know, 85 scholarship players in football. That could also be part of it as well. Well, there's uh, only takes five. It really only takes two. You yep. play one-on-one in basketball. You need at least six or seven or eight on each side to have a decent baseball game in the sandlot. How I many does it take to have a, a, a fun game of, of sandlot football? Do you need six or seven again there? Yep. So More than two. Uh, more than two, yeah. So I can see where basketball definitely benefits from the fact that, you know, I can throw an old rim up there on top of the side of the wall, start shooting away. Let's talk to Brett. Brett, good afternoon. You got a question or comment for Trey? Yes, sir, I do. Um, and maybe I didn't hear all your conversations, so you guys maybe have, have already covered this. I know you're talking about uh, what Arkansas produces in terms of D1 football. My question is, um, seems to be back in the 60s, 70s, 80s, whatever, uh, a lot of Razorback players came from Little Rock. Sure. The Little Rock. Little Rock Central. Yeah. Little Rock Park. And, uh, it seems kind of as as those programs have have struggled. Uh, Arkansas, I think it's a direct impact on the University of Arkansas on on, on the absolutely at Little Rock. Absolutely, and you're seeing the numbers that are being produced. Uh, Park View won last year's was it five A state championship, and um, they produced what four I believe Joiner. Uh, the quarterback who turned wide receiver. Anyway, there there were three or four guys who got D1 tickets last year uh, from Parkview. And I think you'll probably see three or four. They've got what uh, would you say, uh, Troy, one of the better all-around athletes in the state that's at Parkview right now. So, yeah, you need – you. it's always been said, Brett, you need Central Arkansas to be good in football. It produces great Razorback teams. Thank you, Brett. Wow. Troy, we blew through this one today. All right, sure buddy. Trey, thanks, okay. buddy. Yeah, I love getting later. Sheridan Yellow Jackets <laughs> in the studio right. and on the line. Go Jackets. Thank there you, you go. Trey Biddy of Hogsports.com. Drive Time Sports will continue. Attention Saline County car owners who need a free car wash. Splash Car Wash is now open in Bryant, celebrating with free best washes all week long. You'll leave feeling amazing because your ride looks so good and you didn't spend a dime. Free car washes this week only at Splash Car Wash, Reynolds Road in Bryant. Listen for Birthday Trivia in the Zone with Justin and Wes, presented by Elia's Mexican Grill in Moralton, home of the chocolate nachos. Take exit 108 for award-winning Mexican food made fresh every day. Hey, folks, it's Joey and Ryan here. What's up? It's summertime. Hey, we got some great Jeep incentives going on right now. 2.9% financing, rebates, discounts on Jeep Grand Cherokee on select models. We've got 1.9 incentivized rate plus $4,000 rebate. So for all you new Ram, Dodge, Chrysler, Jeep, make that beautiful drive to Heber Springs during the Make This the Summer event. Or check us out on the web at redriverdodge.com or Red River. We deliver. God bless. In this moment. And motionless in white. The Dark Horizon Tour, August 6th at Simmons Bank Arena. Special guests, Fit for King and From Ashes to New. Tickets on sale now at SimmonsBankArena.com. The Dark Horizon Tour. Slim Chicken's Kraft Sandwich lineup just got spicier. The new Nashville Hot Chicken Sandwich is here for a limited time. Delicious hand-breaded chicken with a deep, spicy, sweet kick. Layered on crisp pickles and topped with fresh-made coleslaw. All on a brioche bun. This one's looking mighty fine in the spotlight. The Nashville Hot Chicken Sandwich. A limited-time addition to the Kraft Sandwich lineup. Only at Slim Chicken's. Visit SlimChickens.com to order or find a Slim's location near you. Roger Scott for Alcoa Community Federal Credit Union and their summer auto loan special. Do not let the summer pass you by without going out on the lake or spending some time with the family, picnicking or camping, or taking advantage of only 2.49% interest on a new ride. No payments for 90 days or 84 months financing. Offer valid on new 22 or 23 models or you can refinance your current auto loan. Apply today at AlcoaCommunityFCU.org. Alcoa Community Federal Credit Union with their new branch in Sheridan with 
continuous service in Saline, Grant, Garland, Hot Spring, and Perry Counties. My wife was the first to notice I was losing my hair. I thought, I am way too young for this. At QC Kinetics Hair Restoration, we see men and women of all ages struggling with hair loss. And for Nick, it began when he was just 32 years old. I didn't really think about it too much until last spring when I got sunburn on my scalp and, I don't know, it wasn't really that hot out. QC Kinetics uses regenerative treatments, all natural biologics, to reignite hair growth without surgery. And the results are amazing. I felt like I was hopeful, right? But then after the first few treatments, I already started to notice a difference. It just felt real, so I was just more excited to continue the process. Real results without invasive surgery. And as for Nick's wife... She loves it. I got my hair back in my early 30s. I want to look my age, and now I do. Schedule your free hair restoration consultation today with QC Kinetics. Call QC Kinetics, 501-222-8440. That's 501-222-8440. 501-222-8440. Now back to Drive Time Sports, live from the Eat My Catfish studios. Eat My Catfish, now back open in Little Rock in the Riverdale Shopping Center next to Ace Hardware. Eat fresh, eat local, eat my catfish. You're safe at home with Drive Time Sports on the Buzz Radio Network. Drive Time Sports on the Buzz Radio Network. Bart Reed, Pure Sweat Basketball Skills, Hoop 5. I'm Randy Rainwater. In a moment, we're going to visit with Coach Jerry Evans. And we have a special treat, and I'll hold that for just one moment, because I will give you a hint. It's a she. She is an All-American. First, I want to talk to you about the Riverfront Steakhouse in North Little Rock. Dollar for dollar, item for item, you're not going to find a better deal. But here's the thing. It's one thing to have a great deal, but if you don't have great food, who cares? You're going to get fantastic food if you have not ever ever gone through the riverfront salad bar shame on you because you're missing the best salad bar i'll say in north america okay how about that and then you're going to get to pick from not one but two entrees so whether it is the grilled chicken breast 10 ounce i prefer blackened or six of the jumbo shrimp fried or scampi now imagine, Bart, right here where my wrist is, right there at the tip of my finger. That's how big that is. Yeah, okay. I got your microphone off, so you can't say yes. <laughs> and then you got the Panay Pasta Carbonara. That is fantastic. So three delicious, mouth-watering entrees. Then you get to pick from two side items, baked potato, mashed potatoes. You got to try the onion rings. Mm. And then you got the spinach supreme. How much you ask? I said it in the beginning. Thirty-six dollars. That's it. That is the Thursday night chef special, Riverfront Hotel, Wyndham Hotel, in North Little Rock, three seven one nine thousand. Ask for William or Shapur. Tell them I sent you, and you're going to get the treat of your life. Me and you are going tomorrow. Let's After do it. The show. Let's do it. I, I, especially if you're paying, yep. you're buying. Uh, 36 bucks. I think you can yeah, afford it. Absolutely. Okay. All right. Joined now by Coach Jerry Evans, state champion coach of uh, the Cersei Lions. And, Jerry, you've got an All-American with you. We do. We have an All-American. We just got back from Fargo, North Dakota. At, we were just at the uh, largest wrestling tournament in the world, which had about 6,645 participants cow. from 47 states, including Puerto Rico. There's over 13,000 matches on 30 mats during this tournament. Holy smoke. Now, how, you, how many days? This is over a 10-day period. 10-day period. The girls come in and weigh in all the way until the last uh, match of Greco for the boys. Now, Elena, she wins her division. How many, Elena, how many, how many did you have to, in that length of time, how many did you have to actual wrestle and then win? Um, well, I wrestled, I think, I had 64 girls in my bracket. I lost to a Cali girl my very first match, actually. And then I had to win six more in a row to even place. 
And for seventh and eighth, the girl I lost against, I beat her. It was, so it was like a little rematch. Wow. That's incredible. Now, this is where the weight division begins, correct, Jerry? Correct. 106 pounds? Right. Well, up there, it's actually 100 pounds is the lowest weight class. 100 for, pounds. Okay. Yeah. And then uh, Elena's in the 117 weight class. So, you know, she came out and was on match number one on the big stage, very first match of the day, and uh, such a huge arena and a, a huge event, and came a little short on that first match, but to be able to come back from that defeat, win six in a row, just to come back to All-American, and then win another one on top of that to even play seventh, is uh, pretty wild. So is it, if she loses another one after that, is she done? She's done. So that's incredible, just from an athlete perspective. Do you think knowing that you're out if you lose another one helped you because you're yeah, going all out it definitely gave me a lot of motivation to yeah. keep going now there's greco style of wrestling what other styles jerry is involved so at this tournament it was freestyle for the girls okay. and then boys also had freestyle and then boys also had greco okay um, on the high school side which we do in the fall and we won our state championship with that is folk style wrestling what is that well, it's, uh, it's the same, same style that uh, college athletes okay. wrestle for boys. Okay. Um, but what we did this summer is freestyle for the girls, which is Olympic wrestling. And Greco is gotcha. also another form of Olympic wrestling. So, Elena, how, how long do these matches typically last? Well, these matches are two-minute periods, so you have two of them. So four minutes in total. It just depends, though. I've told this story, um, Jerry, before on the air. Uh, Flav decided he wanted to go out for wrestling. Now, this is an all-conference lineman, Bart. He's about 6'3", about 245, 250. And he came home after about two days, and he said, I had to tell Coach Evans I quit. It was too hard. Too, he was wearing him out. It was, you know, and I was so excited he was going to be there. I'm like, man, we got a great athlete coming in. And we're a couple of days into, you know, pretty tough conditioning. And it's a lot different than football. And it's a lot different than baseball. And he's, he says, Coach, I just don't think this is for me. <laughs> so I understand. It's not for everyone. So, Coach Evans, so I married a Missouri girl. And obviously up there wrestling is huge. And, you know, there was some Nebraska across it. So that's such a big sport in the Midwest. How has Arkansas kind of adapted? Are we getting to where wrestling is as big as the Midwest? Well, we're, we're not winning national championships yet. Right. But um, since we have started wrestling in 16 years ago in Arkansas, we brought 75 kids this year to Fargo. Um, we had 21 girls. We had 54 guys, uh, four team leaders, 10 coaches. Um, and 75 puts us right in the middle of the entire nation. You have some schools or some states that brought 200 kids, but you have some that brought three. A lot of schools brought less than 20. So 75 kids puts us right in the middle, and we're growing every year. So is 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 this kind of like an all-star team that you put together? That you had tryouts, I assume, and you had or you had to qualify in some regard. So what was the process, Jerry, that went into to putting these 75 athletes together? Our, our qualifier, our first qualifier, is our freestyle state, which is after our high school season. We have a tournament. Uh, this year was in Rogers. And you had to t be top four in your classification to qualify. Um, if you don't make that qualification, you can go to regional qualifiers, one being in uh, Kansas, another one being in... Oklahoma or Texas, I can't remember. Um, but if you place in the top eight in those, then you would also qualify. Uh, and so that was our, our first step, is to qualify those kids by these tournaments. All right, Elena, I want to go back to this opening uh, competition that you had. Mm -hmm. Go through your emotions as you're getting ready to step into that you, on the mat. You don't get into a ring, but you yeah. get on a mat. Well, like Coach Evans said, I was on that one the big stage where everybody you're just elevated and my nerves were just all over the place and then after I lost that one I was just like okay you know I need to focus up I need to just relax and wrestle like I wrestle 
in the wrestling room. So do you have like this this clock, this timer in your head? You're saying two minutes mm-hmm. or four minutes total. Do you have like a timer in your head knowing I've got to accomplish such and such? Because I'm guessing without a pen, it's now going to be points mm-hmm. that ends up making the difference. Mm-hmm. No, not really. I mean, I just go out there and be aggressive and... I just <laughs> well I, the reason why I ask you that is because in um, a lot of the boxing matches mm-hmm. with 10 seconds mm-hmm. they'll ring a bell yeah so the boxer knows I got 10 more seconds some cases I got to survive for 10 more seconds mm-hmm. some cases I'll, I got to win the next 10 yeah. seconds but I guess from a focus standpoint mm-hmm. you're 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 honing in on yeah. your strengths and mm-hmm. what you need to do in yeah. order to either gain the point or maybe possibly even the pen. Yeah. I mean, usually when I go out there, I don't really look at the time. I'm trying to get points. Like, don't we have a 30-second break, right? In, In between, between the matches. We do. And I'll look at my score, and I'll be like, okay, what do I need to do to tech her? Because you can, in freestyle, 10 points is a tech. And, um, or pin. You can always pin. And so I'll look at my points and I'll be like, okay, what do I need to do to finish the match or get up on points or whatever? And it's funny you guys are talking about this. Her last match, she is down by two points with 10 seconds left. And as coaches, we're letting her know, hey, this 10 seconds. You, you know, you got to do something. Four seconds left on the clock. She goes head and arm, grabs the girl by her head and arm, throws her to her back for a four-point move. Wow. Oh, as wow. the time runs off the clock to get seventh place. Wow. wow, how cool. So do you have, uh, you know, all these great wrestlers that I watch on uh, TBS and so forth. Okay, that's not real yeah, wrestling. <laughs> <laughs> so do you have a signature move, though? Is there, is there, do you have a favorite move that you rely upon? Uh, my blast double. What is that? Basically kind of like a... It's like a football tackle. It's kind of like a football tackle. And you're trying to get them on their back. Yeah. Yeah. You just blast them off their feet. Wow. So do you, do you get many in headlocks and and uh, as you're down there, maybe a leg lock or something, and, you know, where they they want to, you know, pat down? and <laughs> It's not like that, is it, right? No. <laughs> oh, gosh. So I'm going to have some ask. excitement here. No, this is interesting. So I'm a trainer, so I tra- how much, because you always see it with mm-hmm. boxing and wrestling, Yeah. how much of it is dedication to training like outside the ring, right? Because you have to make weight. Mm-hmm. You have to, so, like, what's that process like? So, basically... It just depends if I'm cutting or not. Okay. So I always, like, I do a diet, so I don't have to just do an extreme cut. Yep. I always diet, like, a month before. I'm in the train. I'm in the wrestling room a lot. Um, like, we have summer practices now. I'll go from, uh, we have two-hour practices, right? Two-hour practices, and then maybe, like, three or four hours later, I'll go to Little Rock practice at Coach Pat's place, and I'll do practice there. So what's the most drastic thing you've done to make weight? Like, have you ever had to lose, like, eight pounds in a night or put on? No, that's, okay. that stresses me out. I okay, can't do okay. that, no. But it happens. Right, and, you know, we, we try to stay away from that as coaches. You know, we, we try to do everything the healthy way. Do people do that sometimes? I'm, I'm sure they do, but um, that's it. That's not the way we want right, to do things. sure, yeah. sure. Okay, when, when Flag put up the white flag... What <laughs> I'm trying to be nice, but I he, I never could get out of him. What was so strenuous? What what are some of the disciplines that you put him through, Jerry? Well, in a normal practice, we're going to go on the mat. We're going to work technique. Oh, hold on, hold on. There's the music. You'll learn that in our business. That means we're going to take a break. You bet. So whether whether you want to or not, you got to step aside for a moment. All right, that's Bart Reed. Our All-American, Elena Williams, Coach Jerry. We're just going to call him Coach Jerry. Jerry Evans. I'm Randy Rainwater, Bart Reed. Drive Time Sports will continue in just one moment. Facility Maintenance Services presents Belinda Mayo when she joins Morning Mayhem each Thursday morning. Serving Central Arkansas, Facility Maintenance Services. We don't cut corners, we clean them. Honey, let's pull in here and look at some cars. That sounds good. 
Hey, here's my card. What are we looking for today? Here's my Come card. Inside. Want to take a test drive? Ever pull into a dealership and feel like you're in a feeding frenzy on Shark Week? It's not that way at Watney Buick GMC next to Sam's in North Little Rock. Watney's sales team is big on product knowledge and low on pressure. Summer's here, and with 2023 Sierra at just 0.9%, you're going to need a bigger boat. Double down with an additional $12.50 off with eligible trade. Plus, take a bite out of your vacation budget with no payments for the rest of the summer. This dealership really feels like we're on Shark Week. Yeah, and we don't have a shark cage. We're headed to Guatney Buick GMC. Guatney Buick GMC, 5700 Landers Road in North Little Rock. Call 501-945-4444. Guatney Buick GMC.com. GMC, we are professional grade. All offers with approved credit. Hennard Foothills Equipment in Searcy, one of Arkansas's leaders in hay equipment. They handle a full line of Kubota tractors and hay tools, as well as Vermeer hay products. 501-268-1987. Hennard Foothills Equipment in Searcy, your hometown dealer no matter where you live. Saracen Summertime Sports Car Giveaways continue with a beautiful Mercedes-Benz Cabriolet. Play all this week at the Saracen Casino for your chance to win a Mercedes convertible from Mercedes-Benz of Little Rock. Saracen Casino is the only place in Arkansas where you can qualify to win a Mercedes convertible just for playing your favorite games. Only 40 minutes from Little Rock, Saracen is Little Rock's closest place to play and win. Saracen Casino Resort, Vegas, Arkansas style. Gambling problem? Call 800-522-4700. Hi. I'm Sherry with Central Arkansas Fireplaces and a proud dealer of Quadrifire and Heat and Glow Fireplaces. Whether you're building a new home or adding a fireplace or stove to your existing home, or maybe your fireplace has recently been condemned and you need an energy-efficient wood or gas insert, come let our knowledgeable staff show you all your fireplace options and help you get exactly what you want. We're serving all of Central Arkansas and happy to answer any questions you may have. So come see us today at Central Arkansas Fireplaces, where we know fireplaces. Attention Saline County car owners who need a free car wash. Splash Car Wash is now open in Bryant, celebrating with free best washes all week long. You'll leave feeling amazing because your ride looks so good and you didn't spend a dime. Free car washes this week only at Splash Car Wash, Reynolds Road in Bryant. Greatness doesn't happen overnight. It takes time, focus, and dedication. At Shelter Insurance, we understand that because we put in the hard work and dedication for decades. And that commitment has paid off with award-winning customer service for your auto, home, and life insurance. See Gary Elmore in Lonoak, Todd Matthews in Benton, or Lawrence Forrester in Cabot today. Now back to Drive Time Sports, live from the Eat My Catfish studios. Eat My Catfish, now back open in Little Rock in the Riverdale Shopping Center next to Ace Hardware. Eat fresh, eat local, eat my catfish. You've got Drive Time Sports locked in on the Buzz Radio Network. Here is Randy Rainwater. Drive Time Sports here on the Buzz Radio Network. As Arkansas's Community Bank, First Security helps people make life better for themselves and for other Arkansans. They focus on helping make our communities stronger. Every dollar that stays in the community helps the community through things like new homes and businesses so other people can have better lives. If you want your banking dollar to do more good, check out First Security at fsbank.com. That's First Security Bank, member FDIC, equal housing lender, only in Arkansas. That's First Security Bank. We are joined by Bart Reed, but we also have some very special guests in the studio, Jerry Evans from the State Championship Wrestling Cersei Lions and the All-American, Elena Williams, which, again, we say congratulations for that tremendous accomplishment. You were talking, Jerry, right before we had to go to the break, and we do need breaks in order to sell the program, um, but you were talking about the disciplines you go through, the conditioning that you go through, but then you also talked about, as we were talking during the break, about the different phases that you go through 
I know you have to go through the conditioning. You have to go through the weight room and so forth and so on. But let's go back to the disciplines of the, what you do from a conditioning standpoint. Sure. Uh, normal practice, like I said, it was uh, we'll start off a little technique uh, and then build into our situational where you know kind of amps up a little bit. They know exactly where they're going to be standing or you know in a referee's position. And then we'll go into a phase of live wrestling during practice, which is go go go. It's, full-on matches and could last anywhere from one minute to three minutes um once we're done with the live wrestling most of the kids are already tired but that's when we go into our actual conditioning which our conditioning changes every day some days it may be time sprints some days it may be sustained running or interval sprints could be jumps and crawls i mean every day it changes so that their body has to adapt to you know all those changing events so when you're when you're talking about the weight room, do you work on different core areas or specific core areas? I would think obviously the biceps, the arms, the chest, and then especially the legs. I would think the legs would be a very critical component. We do. For us, uh, our three core lifts are our bench press, our squat, and our deadlift. Those are everyday things for us. And then we'll come in with some bench press. We do a lot of pull-ups. Um, a lot of core exercises. So. so so you talked about, and you said it, so 75 athletes went to Fargo. Obviously, you want that to grow. What grows the sport? Is it kids training early? Is it awareness of wrestling? Like, What pushes us to a growth where we're like in Iowa or Minnesota? It's going to be awareness. Uh, we found over the last couple of years after joining the, uh, the national team as coaches that these kids just didn't know how to be a part of it. And it's, it's not only coaching these kids, but it's also teaching the other coaches in the state. You know, hey, get your kids involved in this. This is how you do it. And when we reach out to, you know, all parts of the state, we want those best athletes to be there. By being there, they get noticed by these college coaches, by um, world-class athlete programs, things like that. Yep. So what's the next step for All-American? Um, trying to win it next year. I mean, I've reached my goal in placing this year. I fell short last year. I think in the round before the blood round. And this year I placed, so next year I'm going to try to win it. So, so what it. have you got to do different to win it than what you did this year? Mind what have you What have you got to improve on, Elena? Mindset. Definitely mindset. Mindset. Interesting. Interesting. That first match, you know, the nerves, and I'm just like... Big stage, I have to just block all that out and just go out there and just... How did it work out, Jerry, that Elena got that, that number one position to begin with? Luck of the draw. Luck of the draw. It was. It's just uh, the way the Matt Simons rolled out, and she was a, a ranked wrestler going in, uh, coming to the tournament number 23 in the nation, I believe. And so, you know, they want to put some of the brightest stars on stage right away, and she got that lucky draw. Wow. So is there a college? Mm, no, not yet. Okay. So are there scholarship opportunities, Jerry? Every one of our senior girls, Arkansas has had four years of girls wrestling now. Every senior girl that has come through has been offered a college scholarship after they've left my program. So the college scholarships are there right now. If they want to wrestle in college, they have an opportunity. You had a young man a couple of years ago. He played football. Um, I'm not sure if he was in Reed's class or not, but I'm surprised he's not wrestling at at the next level. Um, and I've gone brain dead. But he was in, I think he was in the heavyweight division. Probably Demacio Whittier. That's it? There you go. That's him. And, and he did wrestle. He did go oh his freshman year, gosh. and he did wrestle. And actually, he ended up ranked his freshman year uh, like 13th in the nation and had some minor injuries and uh, just... Had to had to step away from the sport, and so yeah, we get to see him every once in a while. Oh my gosh, great! That athlete. is a waste. That is a waste. I mean, he was Bart. He was six two, Jerry six two six three by two sixty five, mm. chiseled, and he didn't want to face him on the football field, and I would have been afraid to face him on the mat. Yeah, he went undefeated his senior year. He's a two time state state champion, one time runner up. Uh, all four years were all state wrestler. I think our state owes Greg Hatcher 
yes. a tremendous absolutely amount of credit. Uh, I'm not saying a monument, but this is the guy basically who introduced wrestling to the state of Arkansas. Absolutely, and yeah, in in all sports, but definitely in uh, in wrestling, we we wouldn't have wrestling in Arkansas if it wasn't for him uh, coming in, pushing it through the AAA to get it sanctioned, going to each school saying, hey, if you do this, we'll provide a mat. You know, that's, that's the biggest cost in wrestling is getting that first mat. And for him to come and do that to, to set us up for, you know, success, uh, to be there, to set up the state tournament every year, to make sure that we're progressing the way that we should, getting regionals this year for the first time in Arkansas, he's, he's got his hand in all of that, and, and we can't thank him enough. So I'm a ULR alum. Mm-hmm. I've heard he's done. They have fantastic wrestling facilities. Absolutely, it's a Division yeah. One program. Yeah. It's uh, you know, he's gone in there and and provided all of their needs and brought in a tremendous coach and Coach Harrisman. I mean, he's he's done wonders for the state. That is that is fantastic. All right, so what subjects are of interest to you, Elena? Like mm, history, math. Science? Math and science mostly, yeah. My favorite was study hall. (laughs) (laughs) Then second was PE or or extracurricular activities. None of the above, as I listed you, did I really care about. And that's that's bad upon my part. (laughs) How much film do you watch? Is film an important aspect? Yeah, that's a great question. Oh, yeah, definitely. Okay. Yeah. So you know your opponent... In her favorite moves, mm-hmm. and so you're trying to counter what she's oh, yeah. best at, mm-hmm. but then she's watched film on you, yep. so she's trying to counter your best moves. Yep. So how much of it, if you're talking about a two or three minute round, mm-hmm. how much of that is cat and, I call it cat and mouse, where you're filling each other out, trying to get an idea how you want to attack your opponent? Um, honestly, the first 30 seconds, you'll feel like if they're aggressive, if they're not aggressive, if they're defensive or offensive, you'll feel that in the first 30 seconds to a minute. So maybe. neither one of those, if they're passive, or I say passive, but yeah. they're, they're not aggressive, do you pounce? Oh, yeah. Like the first, right when that whistle blows, um, heavy hands. Now, what do you mean by heavy hands? Like, she, she's going to be clubbing, pulling down on the head, trying to snap her opponent to the ground without actually having to shoot on them. Can different styles win? So if you're a defensive wrestler versus an aggressive, Mm -hmm. do those styles win? Is it just a preference? Well, at Fargo, one of the neatest stats that we saw is that 90% of the people that scored the first points in the match won the match. Okay. So So the aggressive attacking wrestler most of the time was successful. Yep. Oh, there's analytics at work again. Yep, numbers, numbers, numbers. Jerry, thank you, my friend. Congratulations on the success you've had. Elena, we want to talk to you next year as the champion. Not just as an All-American, but the champion. Okay? All right. Thank you. Elena Williams of Searcy. Drop Time Sports, hour number three, straight ahead. The FedEx Cup playoffs start in Memphis at the FedEx St. Jude Championship. Come out to TPC Southwind August 9th through the 13th and watch the PGA Tour's top players battle to make it through Memphis. Enjoy Memphis at its finest with specialty cocktails, local eats, a vibrant atmosphere, and much more. Two kids 15 and under admitted free with a ticket.